Okily dokily, let's put on our game faces. Game on! Woo! This is Bronco Nation, a Midwest communications podcast. Here's your hosts, Jordan Lass and Jim Lawless. You know, my watch likes to go off every time I talk. I, at least something's listening to me. I guess it's like probably prompts that it listens for. <laughs> right, right. But hey, come on now, at least something's listening to me. No, nobody else ever has, so I'll just leave it there. I listen to you. Why? I listen to you bloviate every Wednesday. <laughs> well, we're going to bloviate a little more. That was, you know, that was a good, very good, actually, a women's championship game. Let's talk about this because... I think everything that happened in that game, um, and even in the Final Four, mm-hmm. it was a hell of a lot more entertaining than what the men had to offer. And as far as the men go, UConn, I, I kind of figured, you know, the way they were rolling, they weren't going to be stopped. So there you go. Congratulations, University of Connecticut. Your fifth national title in like a 20-some-odd year span. That's 23. Pre- that's pretty Well, cool. 24, because they won the first one in 99. <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, that's pretty darn good and they're five and oh yeah exactly i wouldn't call them a blue blood yet but they're getting pretty close no they they are they're they're a blue blood. they've been a blue blood to me since 99 well the titles give you you that yeah i know north north carolina duke etc as far as yeah as far as football goes michigan ohio state Notre dame you know blah 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 alabama yeah yeah alabama you did not belong in the tournament this year. I'm <laughs> just saying, because you're you're a football school anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I saw a big cat from Barstool Sports like July or January 9th placed a $5,000 bet on UConn to win the title. Mm-hmm. He turned that into like, I don't know, like $45,000 <clears> or something. <throat> right. And you know what the screwed up thing is? My pick pre-tournament to win was UConn. And guess what their odds were? I should have just thrown down a futures bet. What? Like plus 2,200. Oof. Yeah. I'm <laughs> kicking myself. But, but <clears throat> I did win you, money. You are gambling responsibly. I'm proud of you. I am. I was expecting you, like I had said before, to be under an overpass somewhere with a sign. No. But no. you're not. I hit, I hit on Yukon uh, and the under- in the final four, and then I just hit on UConn straight up in the championship. Right. I was a little weary about it. I didn't take the seven and a half at first because my mind kept saying SDSU is not going to keep up offensively. And by the way, I don't mean to be rude. That might have been one of the worst offenses I've ever laid my eyes on. No set plays. The turnovers come from that. Guys just trying to manufacture stuff, playing hero ball. It was awful. So I knew that they weren't going to keep up offensively, but my gut kept telling me this team's going to keep it close. This defense not going to allow it to be a blowout. I tried to get a live number, hoping to get that 7.5 lower. I didn't get it. Eventually, I took it at 7.5 before it it ballooned. Um, SDSU kept... Kept it close. Give them credit. They cut it to five in right. the second half. But this was a game I knew within three or four minutes, SDSU didn't have a chance. Right, 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 right. Unfortunately, I mean, Goliath was just too big for David that day. Yeah. Um, The women now. Yes. Which game was it that Caitlin Clark 
did her original John Cena, You Can't See Me. She's been doing that stuff. Or she's been doing that all season. All season. Okay, cool. Yeah, and that's fine. You know, that's it's it's all part of the game. It's competition and, and there's and there's trash talk going on. It happens. And trust me, Cena, you can't see me. That's one of the tamer things you can do. Doesn't Curry do that? <clears throat> I'm not I I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But you see, here's the deal. Nobody cut Caitlin Clark really any slack over it. Now, when Angel Reese in the championship game, as time's winding down, LSU had the game locked. She did the and she did the, she did the, the Cena and pointed at her ring finger, which I thought was hilarious. I think it's great. I loved it. I, I did too. I, Give me more, yes. more, more, more. Yeah, but you know, everyone came out screaming, and I'm not going to tell you why, but you know why people were screaming. Here's the thing. Here's what. If you want to go there, go for it. But I think, folks, you can follow along with where I'm going with it. I've got a couple theories. After talking to a few people, there are the group that are like, well, I don't like taunting and celebrations at all in my sports. Uh, I had one person bring up Barry Sanders handing the ball off after every touchdown. I hate to tell you, you're boring. Yeah, that, you're but that, boring. But, but that's Barry, and that was part of his persona, and that fit him. That's how he that was. That doesn't fit everybody. Right, exactly. You need personality. The same person said all of this stuff gave the women's league personality. It, and that's what these leagues thrive off of. Ask Major League Baseball. We've talked about the poll several years ago. We're asked about the top... 100 athletes in the U.S. There was one baseball player on the list, and it was Anthony Rizzo at 50, not a year or two after they won the title. Yep. So, you know what this comes down to? It was all fun and games when a white farm girl did it, but as soon as a black woman did it to the white farm girl, it rubbed everybody's sensibilities the wrong way. And I'm painting with a broad brush, because like I said, there is that group of people that don't like it. The taunting and everything else but let's be honest here that's what, either that or it's butthurt mm-hmm. iowa fans and you know me i worked in cedar rapids yeah the flagship for iowa sports i'm telling you dude they are drinking the kool-aid so bad they can't even see it straight <laughs> nine million people watched the women's finals almost 10 it was like 9.9 yeah and it outranked Quite a few of the games that were going on. Like uh, I said, it was better know. than anything the men had to offer in the final oh, four of the abso- championship. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I watched it. You know, I, I was just going to go to bed Monday night, you know, and because I knew UConn was going to win. But, of course, I wanted to see Jim Nance's, Nance's uh, sign-off, which I thought was great because, you know, he would open up. And, yeah, I'm going to shift a little bit. He would open up every broadcast. Hello, friends. I'm Jim Nance. Welcome to blah, 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 blah. You know, open that up every way. You and I have different thoughts on Nance. When when he closed that broadcast Monday night, he said, thank you for being my friend. Where's he going? Where's he going? That's my question. Where is he going? He's going to call the masters. He's going to call football. What a self-important D-bag. Oh, gosh, please. The giving away of the tie. Do you think the kid that you give that tie to gives a bleep? You are a self-righteous D-bag. You think you're that important. I didn't take it that way. I did. You're not going anywhere, Jim. 
You acted like you were dying or you're never going to call a sporting event again. Like I said, you're going to be calling the Masters this month. But is he planning on retiring I after? doubt it. These guys have no chill mm-hmm. and no off button. They don't know when to walk away. What? He, he's walking away from doing the finals. Congratulations. Final you're still calling the College Masters. Basketball. You're still calling football. What, I'm supposed to, you know, praise you because you're leaving college basketball? Come I didn't, on. I didn't ask. Come on. I'm not he, saying you did, but that's the way he acts. He's very self-righteous. I'm so important. Look at me. Right. Like the tie. Come on, dude. I remember the year I was still living in Metro. He gave it, it was at R. Diacono or whatever from Villanova. The kid's look on his face is like, I don't want your sweaty tie. Nobody's watching for you, Jim. They're they're watching for the games. Like, yes, you, you add something to it, but come on, man. Come on. Yeah, he doesn't over he never overpresented himself in his calls. I can't stand guys that do that. Can we talk about that for a second? These guys that blow their load over every play. Bro, how about you save the excitement and stuff for when it's actually is it, Merited. Isn't that Gus Johnson right there? Correct. Okay, that's ding, what ding, I thought. Ding, 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 that's ding, what ding, I thought. Ding. We have a winner. That's what I thought. I don't need that. It's like Robin. It's this straight all the time. Until we bring, score. And he brings it up when he needs to. Right. Not everyone is Robin Hook, okay? You know that. I know, I know. You know? Not okay. everybody's me either. Right. And not everybody can work at your station. <clears throat> saying <laughs> call me old whatever you're too old yeah I'm t- so what <laughs> got news for you bucko you're you're 25 to 54 age demographic is actually shifting upward and you know it so <sighs> so <laughs> we could do weekends with grandpa jim <laughs> I would not go by Grandpa Jim. <laughs> I'd make you. <laughs> <laughs> it's your Grandpa Jim. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Uh, so there was one other thing. Oh, that God, was... wait a minute. Gotta push my teeth back oh, in. Good okay. Lord. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. There was one other thing <laughs> that was at the top of our list of things that we wanted to talk about today. And I learned that this is going to be a bit of an education for me, uh, for Mr. Lawless here. Uh, the NHL has a real problem, and they've shown their ass with these uh, pride jersey warm-up nights. Okay. It started with goaltender James Reimer with my San Jose Sharks said, yeah. Your San Jose Sharks? What, you an owner now? <laughs> he said, I respect it, but I'm not going to wear the pride jersey because it goes against my religion, blah, 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 blah. Well, Brian Burke, a hockey legend, came out and trashed him said that you don't understand what the hockey for everyone thing means. It doesn't necessarily restrict itself to gay people or people of the LGBTQ community. Our very own Tony Will at the K-Wings understands that with the rainbow ice. Right. It is people with mental disabilities. It is people of color. It is people of minority groups. It's making the whole sport as a whole more inclusive. Right. Now, so then you had the Stahl brothers down in Carolina. Oh, we're not wearing it for our uh, our religious purposes. Now you have full teams saying we're not wearing the pride jerseys on for warm-ups. 
you know, it, the NHL people, has showed their ass. People, you know, people have the right in this country to make up their minds to do what they want to do legally. I yes. Say. And that's all good and dandy. There are people who like the guy who got indicted yesterday. They'll still go vote for him. I won't come near a thousand miles of the dude. Wouldn't even try. You know where I'm going with that. But the, that's everyone's choice. But and they're making it political and it's not. I think people are thinking too. They just see the pride and it's like, oh, it's all of this. And it's like, you don't understand. You don't understand. And you wonder why your sport has a fan problem because of stuff like this. I agree. Look at this. Maple Leafs won't wear theme jerseys for teams pride night Tuesday. The Blues. Uh, I believe I saw the Devils the other day. This has gotten out of control. Out of control. I'll give you that. And if I were one of these owners of these teams, you know what I would tell my players? Keep your mouth shut and put the jersey on. Or don't get a paycheck. Exactly. Be like Bill Belichick. Oh, you got a problem with your pay? Have fun in Cleveland. Right. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers, are you listening? You know, this. it's not directed at him, but, you know, it, it's kind of like, a you know, get your head out of your ass and... <laughs> get it done get it done this is what week number three yeah. get it done guys I okay i know uh, I, i'm jumping back out yeah the, yeah the nhl well it's not well and then you have guys like um pk suban let me pull up this stuff um he basically said that he doesn't think that um you know Athletes should be uh, talking about this kind of stuff and standing up for these kind of causes. Basically, something to the effect that we don't need to be like, God, what was it? I need to find it. Because I thought PK put his foot in his mouth big time. Because um, it's like, dude, you're not going to stand up and... While you're looking for that, I want to put a wrap on on uh, the Clark Reese um, story we started out with. Um, Caitlin Clark um, made a comment that Angel Reese does not deserve the treatment she's getting. She doesn't. Right. Here's, here's Caitlin's quote while you're looking that up. I don't think Angel should be criticized at all, no matter which way it goes. She should never be criticized for what she did. I'm just one that competes, and she competed. I think everyone knew that there was going to be a little trash talk in the entire tournament. It's not just me and Angel. Thank you. Oh, yeah, it isn't just you and Angel. Thank you. You want to know who you should be upset with? Kim Mulkey, the coach of LSU. In the Elite Eight guaranteed that two SEC teams would be playing for the title and said that South Carolina would be one of them. You want to be upset at somebody? Be upset at her. You all but guaranteed something that didn't happen. That's where my frustration's with. Yeah, she's... she's Keep your mouth shut, Kim. She's not making any friends lately. No, she's not. She is not. But she has another national championship. With another she's, team. She's been down that road, yeah. And that that's that is about as impressive as you can get. But, you know. I don't need the other stuff. I don't. Okay. 
If you're so good, Kim, just let your plan do the talk for you. Right. Uh, I found the quote. Okay. We cannot push everyone to be an activist. We need to be very careful. I feel people pick and choose what they want to talk about, and I don't like it when we put the onus on athletes to be activists. They don't need to be activists, he continued. I'm not saying it is right or wrong to wear the pride jersey. We just have we have just got to be very careful how we push players to do things. They're this, not being pushed to do anything. This world is getting so touchy feely. Soft? It's, yeah. Soft. But I'll tell you, and um I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something else out there because uh um because you know mental illness is going around like you know and that's part of the pride thing as, yeah. you, as you were mentioning correct um you know and, and it could affect anyone at any time you know i i lost an old friend uh, someone i used to work with yeah. um last week uh he took his own life mm-hmm. because you know he he felt that he had reached his end and uh you know that that's about all i know about it and Bubba, man, I oh, jeez, I it, it, it one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet too. That's just it. Tips that just it just typically the people that do oh. are the nicest people. And I'm not saying that I've ever like seriously thought about taking my own life. Yeah, when have you been nice? <laughs> Sorry, most people <clears throat> think I'm nice. Um, when, when, I got something for you guys. Um, when, come work here when we're not talking about <laughs> sports. Um, but I'd be lying to you if I've never had the thought in, right. in my life before. Um, yeah, it's it it's a hard thing. A lot of us view life as you're the guy pushing the rock up the hill, only for it to roll all the way back down at the end of the day. And that's my and that's hard. And that's my day. Rinse, repeat. Some you of know? us, you know. Don't handle it as well as others. Uh, But it is a great reminder. The Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, 988. Just give it a call. If you're ever struggling, there are people out there that can help. There's also Griffin Place. Correct. Here in Kalamazoo. 411. Mm -hmm. Give them a buzz. And uh, In fact, I have an old dear friend of mine, Edie, that that, uh, works part-time. I have a friend there, too. Sarah Mead. So um, remember that. Yeah, you have plenty of resources um, I like that. That was a great way to kind of tie that in. Um, I think I'm done being angry about things. No, you're not. It, I'll just, just give you 15 minutes. You'll find something else. <laughs> That's how you operate. We don't have a whole lot going on in Bronco land right now. No, um, we don't. <laughs> I've been seeing on the updates on social media. But I, I am going to say our entire top line, record setting line is gone. Yes. As including was, McAllister. As I was saying, I've been seeing the updates on socials uh, from spring practice, loving the new culture that uh, coaches bring in. Um, and as you mentioned, after we got off the mic last week. Yeah, um, see, it, it, it always works out that way. Something something off, happens. Was it? Uh, it was. Uh, no, we talked about Poland. Or was it Fulp? Fulp. Yeah, it was Fulp. Fulp. Yeah, it was Fulp. Uh, as he mentioned, freshman McAllister gone. Assassin's gone. Poland's gone. Fulp. Well, I think we had a few others, but our wh- hockey our hockey team is essentially gone. While this is tough, this is proving 
that Western is becoming that spot. You come here, there's a good chance you're going on to the next level. But why can't we that's, keep them? That's though. two there's years in a row. Want to be Wanna a know why? Way. There's got to be a way to be able to keep them. I know, I know, I for, get it. For I those know. that are not in the studio, I'm rubbing my fingers as if he, there's he's, money. He's in trying. It. He's trying. Yeah, he's trying to flash me some imitation fake green. See, no, I would do it with green of my own, but I don't have any. Yeah, so. well, look where we work. <laughs> I just saying. Boom. Yes, <laughs> it, it is always. It's always an ongoing joke when you work in the radio business. You don't do it for the money. No, you do it to serve the community. Correct. Not you ain't, you ain't gonna retire. Telling no, you, no, and I'm fine with that. That is just fine. Yeah. Uh, the Frozen Four is this weekend, correct? Or does it start today? Uh, Frozen Four, good. Uh, yeah, I think it's tomorrow. They hold on. I've got my I got myself. Yeah, there's nothing today. Yes, tomorrow. Here's what we have. Um, the uh, semifinals. It's Boston U and Minnesota. Oh boy. That would be, and if you're going by pairwise seedings, it's five versus one, Minnesota being the one. Uh, that's a five o'clock puck drop. I, I'm i trying to remember either CBS Sports Network or, or one of the ESPN families uh, of stations will, will have that on. Correct. Um, and at 8.30, it's number three, Michigan, and number two, Quinnipiac. Hmm. And the winners of those two games will move on to Saturday night, eight o'clock puck drop. Okay. So And the Masters is is this weekend, correct? The Masters is this weekend. If they make it through, <laughs> the weather is supposed supposed to be horrible starting Friday. Terrific. And Saturday's high in Augusta. Fifty three. It's supposed to be colder there than here. I just saw that uh, the Ra- Ravens GM, it's possible we will pick a QB in the first round. Who's going to be available where you're picking? Man, there's another. They got to figure out Lamar Jackson. The Packers have to figure out Aaron Rodgers. Both teams are getting hurt right now by all of this nothing going on. And, of course, now in the Ravens and Jackson, it's Jackson's problem. It is. Here's my but, thing. But with the Packers and Rodgers, it's the Packers that are having the problem. But that all is because Rodgers was the problem to begin with. Why do people put such a high value on Lamar Jackson? Last week, we cut the podcast Wednesday. Thursday, I see Jay Morris in the hallway. So are we trading for uh, Lamar Jackson? No. <laughs> no. Did he not listen? No, we are not. No, and that was already. And I said he stinks and he disagreed. And I said, dude, he's one dimensional. And here's the thing: we talked about it last week. If you're a passer, you can be one dimensional, just dangerous enough with your legs. But when you're one dimensional with your legs, come on, he can't make those five to ten throws you have to make as a pro QB in the playoffs to win something. He'll win you plenty of regular season games. Yeah. But guess what he's not winning you? Playoff games. Yeah. I don't get it. Everybody's like, oh, it's a it's a coup by the league and they're blackballing him like they did uh Kaepernick. And it's like, have you watched football? Why does everybody love this guy? Is it the sex appeal? What is it? I don't get it. 
I don't. Hmm. He's not that good. No. He's not. No. Golf is better than him. A few years ago, Lamar was good. But but that's what happens to these running quarterbacks, Jim. I know. But, but how do people not understand this? You know what it tells me? The average fan has no idea what they're watching. Not a clue. Well, on top of that, I'm sure there were media pundits out there that wanted to stir the pot. So, of course, someone's got to start that. Hey, Lamar Jackson's going to Detroit. Or what did what did I call it? Low-hanging fruit for lazy journalists. Right, exactly. I hope we're done with this quarterback stuff. I haven't heard about it in well, like a week. Well, how about this? Lamar, drop your price. You're not going to get what you want. Drop your price. Sign somewhere. And as far as the Packers and the Jets go, get the deal done. Get it done so that Aaron Rodgers can go away until August, please. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's going to stay prominent until then. And I cannot have that in my life. No. Um. <laughs> even though, even though, yes, you, you can just turn it off. But still, he will still reappear. Elway, no longer with the Broncos. Uh, his contract is up. Uh, I did see that. There's a few things. Um, hang on here. Oh, we got to get to that. <laughs> okay, did you whatever see, that is. Did you see the Troy Weaver <clears throat> letter yesterday? I did not. Houston, we've got a problem with the Detroit Pistons. We have lost all cabin pressure. <laughs> P- oh, the boy. P- uh, the, the Pistons... The- they they do have the best odds to land that number one pick, though, don't they? I hate lotteries with a passion. Um, Yeah, so let me pull this up. I mean, there is no reason why a team that finishes eighth from the bottom should have a shot at the number one pick for any reason whatsoever. I got to find. Hold on. We got to do this right if we're going to do it. Okay. All right. Oh, you, you. Oh, what are you? What are you? Are you? Are you setting the? Are you setting the mood here? Or is that of what's course. going? Oh, brother! Of course, that's what we're doing here. God help me. We're Got gonna get it nice and dramatic in here. Now I'm depressed. We're gonna do a dramatic reading of the Troy Weaver letter. <laughs> when I made the decision to join the Detroit Pistons franchise in June of 2022. It was with great appreciation and understanding for what this organization means to the city, its fans, and all those who bleed red, white, and blue. I know the history, I know the tradition, and I know the urgency to watch our fans want to win and see us move back up the ladder of the NBA's hierarchy. Our focus is aligned with yours, and from the top down, we are committed to delivering on the restoration process for you. Rebuilding a team does not always follow a linear path, and we experienced that this year with the injury to Cade that forced him to miss the majority of the season. While the injury impacted the continuity of our team, it also presented an opportunity to grow uh, for others. Overall, our players have overwhelmingly embraced the core principle of going to work and competing every night. We are in an excellent spot to upgrade our roster this offseason. We've positioned ourselves for another high draft choice in this year's draft. 
We have a favorable salary cap position and will continue to talk with teams and evaluate trade opportunities as they present themselves. Make no mistake, we are disappointed with our record this season, but are confident that we can continue to be on the right path to success. We appreciate your patience, trust, and loyal support as we continue this journey together. You deserve the opportunity to celebrate this team once again as a fixture among the NBA's best, a bedrock of the city and its culture. We partners, we are partners with you in building greatness together. Troy Weaver. I think it's time to start hitting the panic button with Troy Weaver. I am so glad that I don't have a game to produce in this studio until September. I can disinfect that mic. <laughs> I have plenty of time to disinfect that mic because you just decided to... Honestly, give me your thoughts it. on this, Jim. It's, it's standard. It's standard material. The Pistons... Pistons need to open up their pocketbooks. Gores needs to turn himself into a Sheila Hamp. Can we stop drafting guards, too? We already have a guard. He's hurt. Yeah, we have, like, four guards. They took Killian Hayes. Then they took Jaden Ivey. Then they took Cade Cunningham. Wembayama might be a, a bit of a guard. I know he's tall and lanky, but I don't know, man. The season's not even over. It's it's over. There are four games left. It's over. It's done. It's do- it it was done when Cunningham went down. All I'm saying is this letter feels like a guy that um <clears throat> is backed into a corner. Who backed him there though? Himself. Think so? Yeah. Okay. With his poor drafting, his inability to I don't know get talent to spend money. What are we doing here? When yeah. was the last time the Pistons were actually good? 2004? Uh, they won in 05, didn't they? 04. It was 04. 04? So 05, they went to the final and right, lost. Right, okay. Dude. Well, getting to the final and losing is good. I know, but I think 08, maybe? I think 08, yeah. Yeah, Dude, 08, yeah. yeah. It's been 15 years. This team... I hate to tell you guys it. Mm-hmm. What signs do you see that this team's going to be any good next year? I see none, none. Even with Cade back, yeah. You better overhaul this thing because you need talent on this roster. These prove it deals, these trades for guys that needed changes scenery that it didn't help enough. Give me some stars, please. I got you. I just feel like I had to read that. I just, I, I read it and I was like, are you kidding me? Are we doing this now? Come on. Yes, they are. Somehow my bowls uh, got a playing tournament bid. No idea how that happened. Really? Um, Your bowls. What? You own them too? Yep. <laughs> uh, I did want to um, shout out the Kings. Winning their first division title since 2003. uh, Ending the longest playoff drought in pro sports, which now is held by the Jets. That is just amazing. Um, And and the way the Jets are bumbling along right now, they may just extend that streak. Yeah, they probably will. 
Even, uh. <laughs> even with e- even with Cheesehead Boy. Yeah. Sharon. Sharon. What can I say? <laughs> so, so as Jim mentioned, we do have playoffs coming in the NBA. Uh, the NHL getting close as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Baseball finally underway. Tigers, you know, you you were you would you would okay? you would you you would right. you would think after dropping three in a row to Tampa Bay and really getting blown out on all three games and and scoring what three total runs I think yeah. in that series, mm-hmm. you know, you're just like oh crap here we go. But then they win back to back over the defending world champs in their barn. So you know. It's, but like I said last week, this is not the year to watch the Tigers on the leaderboard. This is the year to watch the Tigers players and watch them evolve. Torkelson finally woke up yesterday, popped a home run, and had a good game. Um, but you know he, need, he needs to get going, otherwise there are going to be a lot of question marks all, all season about him. Um, but yeah, with the Tigers, you, you, you just... Just if they crack 500, consider it a very successful season. Yeah, uh, they really do need Torkelson and Green to right. continue the power hitting. <clears throat> um, who is that guy that hit the game winner the other night? His last name, Veerling or something like that? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm kind of thinking he's going to be a flash in the pan, kind of like Akil Badu. Um, but it would be great if he turned out to be halfway decent uh hopefully he is one of those guys um well but Badu's down at Toledo working on his game maybe he flash in the pan maybe when he comes back up he'll be back to where he was or I hate to say or or of course with Jordan's negativity they always shows flash in the pan I hate to say it but when somebody makes it to the big league and then has to be sent back down they usually don't come back the same person Usually the best ones, when they come up, they're up for good. Let's just be honest. I'm not trying to be mean. It's just the truth. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Carson Briere was dismissed from the Mercyhurst University men's hockey team, the school announced on Monday, after a quote-unquote incident. Uh, He is the son of... The Flyers' interim general manager right now, Daniel Breer. Hmm. Ooh, something about a wheelchair toss. Uh-oh. Oh, that, yeah, that. I remember that story. The March 11th video shows that Briere, a junior, was speaking with two people at a local bar. They were at the top of the bar staircase next to the empty wheelchair. Briere momentarily sat in the wheelchair before standing up and pushing the wheelchair down a flight of stairs yep. then walking into the bar. <clears throat> yep. That uh, yep. People <clears throat> decisions. When when you are a name, when people know of you because of your talents, you need to watch what you do in public. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Because back in the day, it didn't matter. There were no cameras or anything. Right. And now, and now, you know. Everything's recorded. Right. Even us here, you know, our you know, our podcast will be up. When Jordan's live on Hits uh, 96.5, he can archive that for quite a few months. So, you know, it, it's, it, it's not like it's going away. 
everyone has pretty much a the the access to videotape on whatever device they have. So, you know, it's why would you even do that? Why? Um, we all make decisions. Not all of us make good ones. I know it. That's what I got to say about that one. Um, yeah, the, the Red Wings players looking pretty good. Uh, the goalie down at the Toledo walleye looking really good. Uh, Mazer looking really good in Grand Rapids. Uh, a foe of ours from Denver. Uh, Casper debuted, got a win. Um, next year, I think, um, maybe I'm a jerk, but I'm pretty much saying Stevie Wise got to make the playoffs or I'm checked out on this whole rebuild. You're talking about this year? No, next year. Next year? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I think making the playoffs is a must next year. Oh yeah, absolutely. What what year is this? He's about to go into year five. Yeah, that's, it's time to it's time to pooper get off. The that's pot. that's about average. That's about your average successful rebuild. Pooper get off the potty. Make some just and, and just like Troy Weaver and spend and, some money and bring some stars in here. And that and that's what it's going to take. You know, on on the Pistons' end, on the uh, Tigers' end, the Cubs did it in five years. It that's how this that's how it works. That's exactly how it works. Hmm. But, you know, I don't, I don't know. What do we know? We just sit behind microphones and yell at people. Correct. We do do that. <laughs> we yell at each other more than Yeah, we do. But, yeah, why not? Anyway. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, there's just not a lot really going on. We do have Bronco baseball. I do want to bring that up. Um, this Friday, it, today's Wednesday. You know, it's our normal day to to do all of this. Um, but this Friday, um, Akron comes to town, the Zips, for uh, Mid-American Conference action. Uh, they'll be in this weekend, but Friday's game will be on the radio from the Bob at Himes Field. I'm calling it that. I don't care. <clears throat> yeah, 2.30, uh, 2.30 pregame, 3 o'clock, first pitch. Robin Hook on the call. I'll be next door in the WKZO studios with updates and all those sorts of fun stuff and keeping in keeping with the WKZO format about every half hour to 45 minutes of a news update. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, going back to the Caitlin Carter stuff. I just want to make sure people realize I'm not painting with a broad brush and saying everybody upset by angels reactions is because it's a racial thing. Um, there is a number of people out there that that is the case. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, that that is that's my major argument. This. What if we, the roles we, were reversed? What if Caitlyn did it and they won and did it in her in Angel's face? Nobody would have said anything. That's right. That's right. Are we back in the 1950s? Apparently, just, yeah. Um, but why I brought it up again? I also have a problem with another section of people. In the college sports world. Um, I'll start with a comment that I got on a post. So you saw it last night, RG3, how it started versus how it's going. Yeah, and that, and that is uh, Caitlin starting it and then uh, Angel finishing, finishing it. it. Right. So then I've got a friend who said, why do you have two pictures of an uh, empty basketball courts? 
So my brother said, ah, making fun of the women's game. That's an original take. I've got a real problem with that selection of people out in the world. Like this meme that I just saw. Caitlin Carter doesn't care what Angel Reese did. She's going to go to the NBA in a year to make eighteen fifty an hour. Do you feel better about yourself? Does that make you feel good to put people down? Oh, man. This That's is, what we're doing. This is why this world is going to hell. This is what we're doing. Apparently. And they blame us, the media. Correct. Whatever. I, I don't think so. No, it's narrow-minded and, quite frankly, I don't know, bigoted opinions. Bigoted is a good word. Not good, but good. Good choice. It's just, really? That's your solution? We haven't moved from the 50s or 60s. We still have the, we're just not separating each other on buses, etc. But this crap's still going on. It has to end, people. It has to end. It has to end. Or we, as a civilization, will end. I just, I saw that and I was like, are you kidding me? And of course, even from the sports world too. Crap, come on. The most, every single sport is integrated. Has been for quite a while. Why? Why? I couldn't believe it. Why? Are we, why? Why? We have a visitor. (laughs) And she's gone. Hi, Stephanie. Bye, Stephanie. Have a good day. (laughs) Uh, That was funny. (laughs) That, ladies and gentlemen, was Stephanie Bishop. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) She was here, and now she's not. I mean, she's short, so she's hard to notice as it is, but she did a very good job just coming in. (laughs) Oof. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I don't know how we've dragged this to 42 minutes. (laughs) Neither do I. (laughs) Keep in mind, and we said this before, and by the way, special thanks to our our still remaining sponsor, Sweetwater's Donuts. Um, Three locations, uh, Stadium Drive, Sprinkle Road, and uh, over in Battle Creek at the corner of Capitol Avenue and Beckley Road. Uh, Donut, make you smile. There, I said that for you. And I've got a special mug. At my house that I bought over the weekend at a thrift store. It's a donut. It's a uh, chocolate top donut with sprinkles on it. It's amazing. Oh. So I feel like I, I got to bring it in for <clears throat> Wednesdays now. Yep. You're, and you're going to have to bring me one now. Yeah, it's just <laughs> the way it's, it's going to have to work out. Why? Yeah. Why don't we have Sweetwater's Donuts in here on Wednesday? You know, that's a good thought. Uh, here, here's how we plan this out. You know, because like I said, we work in radio, so we don't have lots of money to throw around here. So here's how this works out. Someone in radio that works here will buy stuff for us, for us to eat. So we need to uh, put a bug in Mr. McKinney's ear about, why don't we have donuts on Wednesdays? (laughs) And you know what's going to happen? They will appear. See, I'm out on the donuts. I'm on a health kick, man. I'm eating healthy. Drinking a lot of water, working out. I got to weigh in Friday. I got I got water right here. Well, it's it's sparkling ice caffeine water, but you know, I'm proud of you. I drink two of these a day now. 
I'm proud of you. Um, I, I hope there is some beer that backs that up on occasion. Every once in a while. You know what's funny? Last weekend, Friday only had a beer and a half, and Saturday I had a glass of wine. Usually between those two days, it'd be like a 12-pack. Because I don't drink during the week for anybody that mm. even cares. Oh. Um. But yeah, I, I've been working out. I'm down like seven pounds in two weeks. I weigh in Friday, hoping to be down at least like another three to five pounds. Cool. Yeah, that's my life right now. Yeah, you are getting a little chubby. I think it's the studio that does it. Yeah, it's yeah. more than the studio. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where I will stop. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Any finishing thoughts? Um. No, we well for it being a slow week, we actually conquered some things that uh, we wanted to. Yeah, hopefully I don't get in trouble either. No, <laughs> you know everyone's entitled to an opinion. Just don't be an idiot doing it or an a hole. Thank you. There you go. That's where we leave you. I'm Jim. He's Jordan. Bye bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bronco Nation podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode.